Welcome to the Divine Style Podcast with Jalinda Stella, personal stylist and self-love coach, and Alison Maiden, psychic medium, spiritual healer, and metaphysical teacher. Each episode, you'll experience spiritual lessons to cultivate self-love and self-expression so you can become the best version of you. Hi, I'm Jalinda. Hi, and I'm Alison. Today, we are talking all about the sacral chakra. Alison, you know so much about all of these energy points in our body. Whereabouts is the sacral chakra located? So the sacral chakra is the second chakra and it's located just under the belly button. So I'd say probably roughly about two centimetres below your belly button and that's the that's the top of it and so it's um, it's a chakra that goes in a circular motion over most of that lower abdomen okay and this is also the center of our I guess you would say our sexual organs hmm. and I think that this this is that particular chakra is what a lot of people associate when they hear this chakra is that mainly what it is or is it also sort of creativity and some other things oh it's so much more okay <laughs> so, yeah. this one's actually a real doozy this is the orange chakra and um, as we're moving up in vibration with the color so we're going from the red at the base um, we move up higher in the vibration so it, it, it goes from the red to the orange because this, the chakra that's above that is actually the solar plexus so when you mix yellow and red you get orange. You get orange. Magic. So as the vibration goes up, we, we find that these are always going to be the gradients of the colour. Okay. So for instance, when you mix yellow and blue, the blue is the throat chakra. We're going to get the one in the middle is green, which is the heart chakra. It's a rainbow. I know. <laughs> so there's all these little things. People go, oh, when you point it out to them, like it's amazing. So it's all about the vibration of things, as we know. Um, the orange chakra is about your creativity yes it's part of part of it but it's more about how we view our path in the world so when that chakra is activated shortly after birth it gives us a purpose it gives us our direction it gives us our life lessons because all of your past life guilts fears life lessons are stored in that chakra incredible this particular chakra holds all of that memory yeah. So that's how we access those points. So when we come in and we've got our survival chakra full on, okay, so th we talked about this last time, it gives us that um, the need to be here. It gives us the ability to be able to survive. It will show us that um, we need to obviously eat, we need to sleep, and we need to procreate, okay, <laughs> in order to keep the, the, the message going, if you like, of the human race. But this chakra goes deeper. This one's about why am I personally here? So who am I? Yeah, the who I, the, definitely the who am I chakra. Um, what you also have with this one is um, the different elements as well. So whereas the earth chakra is um, about that, it's about earth, that's the element, the grounding. This one is a water chakra. So the element is water. Now what happens with water is things flow things that are allowed to flow. Um, with water, we wash things away. We, it's our lifeblood as well. And look, let's face it, we are predominantly made of water, okay? So our physical bodies are. So it's very much about the release, the letting go, and the flow of life. When I've worked with people in the past in terms of um, even from a styling perspective, and I guess when we talk about this in a healing perspective, often I find that a lot of people do have blockages in this particular 
chakra um, due to things like sexual abuse Mm. um, because of where it is situated in Mm. the region, you know, people that have maybe had miscarriages or have had losses in their life. Um, How does this you know, how can you help this particular area? Because I think, uh, is it is it really one that is very common? Do you see this a lot as well? Oh, absolutely. It's probably one of the most important chakras that we have because through this we can really find our true peace, but it's it's letting go of those, those lessons. Um, we're going to come in with a series of lessons and that's due to um, experiences that we've had in previous lifetimes with people. As they cross our path, similar lifetime experiences will come up in this life not necessarily the same as what they were back then because let's face it if you were a biking and you started murdering a lot of people you you can't do the same laugh now yeah (laughs) exactly you can't do the same in this day and age because you do get locked up but this is the whole purpose of um, being able to go through that emotion or that loss or being able to see what it's like on the other side of what you've done to someone that's what karma is all about it's like okay you've caused this in some other life now it's your turn to feel what that feels like and so when we're looking at the law of cause and effect it is done without judgment there is no one sitting up on a cloud pointing at you going right you're going to have a really bad life this time around okay because all it is is this is what you have to experience this is what you've done now see what it feels like um when you recognize those patterns in your life and you're going oh wait that's right this happened to me last time now if i change my thinking on this if i actually let go of that lesson you don't need it anymore you don't have it anymore and you don't attract it anymore it's really that simple so like water flows we have to allow these bad experiences to be released forgive ourselves forgive others that are showing us these things as i said before sometimes these people come in as a blessing and a lesson (laughs) all at once (laughs) both both those things but when we have um, the ability to see what it's about why i felt all this loss why I am always being picked on, why I'm always being judged. It's because you've got to actually look at what you're doing to others around you as well. Which is really difficult to do at times, especially because we project so much when we're feeling upset or feeling, um, you know, especially with this particular um, chakra, it is a lot of feeling. There's a lot of, you know, that sense of I feel in this this part and emotion um, to project it onto other people it happens so easily without us even realizing it at times and then we get it back and we think we're reacting because that person's reacting but mm-hmm. it's them reacting to us as well so <laughs> you go around in these <laughs> and big the cycle circles. continues yeah and that is karma okay, okay in a nutshell so it's, it's all about cycles it's all about how much we're going to take from this is it happening to you or is it happening for you when you realize that it's happening for you wow that's such a breakthrough you it know. is a breakthrough. How are some other ways that you see this particular chakra showing up when it's blocked in your life? Okay, so it's usually reproductive issues. Now, when we um, when we look at the chakra and what the chakra actually um, represents in the form of the physical, okay, so what organs are actually affected by this particular energy? We look at all the reproductive organs that's in there, okay? We look at the kidneys and we look at the bladder. And so in this particular area, we also have the bowel as well Um, so let's face it the bladder and the bowel eliminate waste they get rid of waste I've had so many clients over the years that have bladder problems and bowel problems because they hang on to old stuff there's resentment in there there's anger there's revenge they want revenge being paid off yes (laughs) exactly 
Yeah. And so those people that get those kidney stones and those, you know, UTIs and, and sometimes even, you know, the worst, the C word, you know, the, the bladder and the bowel cancers, they can be caused by huge blockages there because you just cannot let go of the anger and the emotion behind what's causing the physical problem in the first place. This is a really important chakra to, to be working with. I mean, It so is. Oh my gosh. So what about, so we've spoken about this is how it will show up. What are some uh, maybe physical manifestations? So as a, instead of just the body, what about situations? So you said about, mm. you know, being, being angry at other people. Yeah. I mean, look, emotion, as we know, is a really key point to any healing. Um, we've spoken about this a few times now. So when we go into um, past life regression, for instance, which I do quite often with people because Everything comes from an experience that we've had either in this life or previous lifetimes. When we come in with a particular issue, and I, I think you probably have heard of that term, they've come in with a chip on their shoulder. It's an old one, isn't it? But it's like sometimes kids are just born angry, you know. They've, they've come in with that frown on their face, they don't want to be here, and they end up being quite aggressive little people. Um, and that really does stem from um, this chakra because they've come in and they've all of a sudden realised that they've got a hell of a lot of karma that they've got to deal with, <laughs> mostly because the people that are surrounded them in their family or their friendship groups are going to trigger them they're going to be going through these lessons some of the hardest lessons to learn is to to love unconditionally to be able to look at that person that's triggering you and go okay there's got to be something in me that is causing this that's self-awareness and that is the first step for healing and then being able to forgive yourself first because really if we don't forgive ourselves we're not releasing anything Okay, and then forgiving the people that are triggering because we realize that those people are actually just there to do exactly that. To show us. To show us. They're they're our mirrors. It's all coming back to you. This chakra is all about ownership, right? So this is your karma. It's, It's interactive with other people's karma. And what they do with that lesson is their business. It's not your business right if you can actually get to that point where you say well I'm owning this part of this situation let's take a marriage breakup right so you've come together with somebody um, for a purpose you've come together to either eliminate karma or you've come together with a lifelong journey together and I, I know lots of people people often say to me oh there's not that's not possible it's not out there people don't have lifelong journeys I tell you I have um, a beautiful older brother and his wife They have been together now for, I think it was 51 years, their last wedding anniversary. Um, They've known each other since they were three years old. They used to live next door to each other. And they're still together now, and they're in their 70s. Wow, that's beautiful. It doesn't happen often enough these days, does it? But there are stories out there like this, you know, where people meet and they're just destined to be together for life. And sure, they've had their challenges, but they've loved each other through all that time. But what's happened, I think, in this situation, when I look at their life together, they've had five kids, you know, they're they're just brilliant people um, and they've come through the normal twists and turns of any life with challenges and illnesses and things like that, but they've always been there for one another. They've never blamed the other for their issue. Um, And so it's come down to so much love and forgiveness in that relationship. They've learned so much from each other that they've really reached that point of almost ascension in this lifetime because they've learned to unconditionally love. 
That is uh, unconditional love is really underrated, and I think a lot of people don't even actually know what it really means to unconditionally love. And I think people can do bad things and things that aren't great, but when you meet them at that soul level, it is very powerful and very beautiful to see someone as spirit, as as the soul that they are, and that's how you can unconditionally love when you realize that all this other stuff is just ego. Oh, absolutely. And of course, there's always going to be some people out there that aren't going to reach that point of recognition, and so therefore the relationship will end. End and you will move on to someone else that can help you to finish that lesson. <laughs> it's always lessons. Usually. <laughs> so we can get to the point where um, we don't accept anymore. And I've reached this point in my life um, quite a few years ago now um, where I realized the lesson in relationships I was having um, to the point where I think I've told you this before, like I had the same the same um, star sign three times over and the same lesson from that star sign three times over. And in fact, two of the people who were totally unrelated had the same last name and the same birth date. Yes, this is amazing that this shows up. And, and you being psychic, you, we still get these lessons, right? Like- yeah. <laughs> people say to me, how come you've been so through? But you, you know, it must be a rotten psychic if you can't see your own stuff. Well, do you know what? I think that it comes down to your life lessons are always going to be hidden from you because otherwise, how are you going to learn? You know, you've got to go through it. But when that sun, when that thing hits you and you go, oh, yeah, okay, here's the pattern. I can see it now. Then you are released from that and so I went from you know moving on from that situation into something completely different Um, and then finally you get to that point in your life where you know that you're okay on your own but it's just really nice to have that other person there and it's it's a balance for you instead of being a lesson for you much different experience it's a different experience yeah I do find it interesting too that when you do have these epiphanies and go oh my gosh that's the pattern I'm repeating mm. and you'll tell someone and they'll go oh, I could have told you that it's like why didn't you <laughs> you may not have listened yeah, true <laughs> they probably did try to tell me and I wasn't listening exactly yeah. <laughs> so the, the the sacral is very very much about recognition of self it's very much about understanding your patterns um, in your life because everything in karma is a pattern and as we're releasing one aspect of the pattern another aspect can come up and you know people say but I've already healed that you've healed one aspect of it you haven't healed the total thing otherwise it wouldn't be coming up again there's layers it's like an onion correct it always is. Um, one of the things that can um, bring this out, and let's face it, not all of us look good in orange. But no, uh, <laughs> this is, uh, I will attest to that. It's not a colour for everybody. You do need to have a warm undertone. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You can go to varying different degrees of it. Rust is quite pleasant. The, 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 actually, I've noticed that that's um, a colour on the spectrum at the moment with um, the, the latest fashion. There's a lot of rust colours out there. There is a lot of rust. If you do struggle with orange, another Ooh. version of this is watermelon, so you can go okay. on that side of it. So yeah, for those that the are tangerines. kind of adverse, yeah, go if you're adverse <laughs> to orange or burnt orange, maybe go on the watermelon, the pinkier side. Yeah, so, so I, I think that, you know, wearing um, the vibration is a good idea or as I've said many times if you can't cope with wearing it on the outside you can always get undies and you know like bras and things or undies if you're fellas obviously but you know wearing it underneath but it's the, the fact of the, of the matter is it's the vibration of the color so as soon as you recognize or looking at that color the vibration is going to hit you and then that's going to actually help to activate the chakra right when we actually do the meditation on this we're looking at all things orange in our life so we're going to be looking at the sunsets. We're going to be looking at the um, the warmth, the sun, the color of the sun, you know, anything that um, actually activates that. So being out in sunlight, 
um, laying the sunlight, feeling the sunlight on your body, seeing that sunlight going into that chakra and feeding that chakra. That's a really good one as well. Um, you've got to be able to um, tune into the vibration of the chakras in order to help the chakra open and to release the old patterns and what's being stuck. Mm. So other than wearing colour, we speak about stones, so things like carnelian. Yeah, so carnelian obviously is one of the most um, orange stones that we have. <laughs> so that's a really good colour match. There are a few other stones as well which vibrationally match. So um, we'd be looking at their, um, the coral. We can get coral, which is exactly that. It's natural coral out of the ocean. Um, the gold calcite and also moonstone can be very good oh, for so this one. so vibrationally moonstone. Yeah, because moonstone is very much about the hormonal balance. Um, it's great for women that have um, maybe a few premenstrual issues and also after menopause, uh, it's a great stone to wear. Um, so moonstone is very much about our hormonal balance and, of course, the reproductive area um, associated with that. And um, any of the others are more motivational, so it really helps us to open up that motivation to be able to clear things, and carnelian's awesome. It's a really great stone. I love carnelian. I actually carry it on me pretty much all the time. I have one in my purse. Um, it motivates um, money towards you as well, so if you want to pop one in your purse or your bag, it helps to open that aspect up because anything around abundance or money can also be a lack of self-worth. And that comes from that chakra, right? Because we're thinking about all the stuff we've done in the past and, oh, I'm not worthy and all this sort of thing. If you're releasing that, then you're going to bring in the abundance on all levels of your life. It's known that our diet has a huge impact on our emotional well-being along with helping to activate these chakras. It's no surprise. So when you're thinking about your sacral, adding things like orange fruits and vegetables like oranges and papaya, these have been actually proven in studies to uh, alleviate depression due to high levels of vitamin B6 and folic acid. Other happy orange fruits and vegetables you can include are things like apricots, nectarines, mangoes, peaches papaya, carrots, sweet potato and pumpkin. I think the other thing to think about too is also fragrance. You can introduce different fragrances into your into your home and even onto your body. Mm-hmm. So the essential oils, now probably one of the most common ones in this would be sandalwood. Now sandalwood is um, absolutely beautiful. I love the smell of sandalwood, but to get the good stuff, you're paying for it. Um, sandalwood comes from a tree. Um, it's a tree mostly, I think they're grown, they used to be grown a lot in India. Going back about 10 years ago, there was massive fires that went through all the sandalwood plantations in India, unfortunately, and so it knocked them sort of out of the market for a bit. But everyone's sacral chakra was fine at that time. <laughs> well, no, it wasn't actually, but um, there was obviously in some, India. There was some, yeah, there was some karma that was behind that one. Um, yeah, so when we're looking at, you know, um, the sandalwood vibration, it's very much about protection, but it's also about release. So um, it's important to get the good stuff. The sandalwood you can get in resin as well. That's the like the genuine sandalwood. Sometimes you'll just get the essences of sandalwood, which aren't always, you know, um, the full strength, if you like. In other words, get the good stuff, okay? You might be paying for it, but get it. Um, fennel, cardamom, clary sage. Now, just want to say with clary sage, we have to be a little careful because there is a contraindication to that one. You can burn clary sage to cause contractions. 
Um, if you're pregnant. If you're pregnant and you're going into labour and you want a bit of help, you can actually burn that to help with the contractions. However, if you are pregnant and you are at early stages of pregnancy, I wouldn't go near it um, for the obvious reasons. That's a that's really good for a disclaimer. Mm. And people don't really, uh, they're not aware of this when it comes to things like aromatherapy. And what I love about your courses is you do explain this, that you know some fragrances aren't good for everything. So when you'll be discerning around choosing fragrances, do, do your research before you just go out and buy a whole heap of this stuff because some people do have really adverse reactions. Oh, absolutely. And particularly in pregnancies too, we must be so careful because um, some of the oils can get on your skin and it can actually... Um, cross the placental barrier so that means it can get into Bubby's um, bloodstream so uh, any of the bergamots which is the citrus blends is not recommended at all okay so that's just a a bit of a contraindication in in pregnancies so when we are looking at um, the essential oils for this any of those will help to open up now you could use the essential oils on a, on a tissue, you could smell them, you know, every day if you wanted to keep things flowing in your life and keep this chakra nice and open. You can also um, burn it in a, an oil burner while you're meditating. If you're going to go into past lives and you want to clear off old energies from previous lifetimes, that can help you. Um, so it's just the actual vibration of that, which is great. Um, the other thing is Lang Lang. Now, I love Lang Lang. This is a lovely smell. Um, it is extremely sensual. So if you want to get a little bit of, you know, heat back in the relationship, <laughs> you might want to sprinkle a bit on his pillow <laughs> or her pillow if you're a fellow listening. Um, it's great for baths. You can, you know, put it into your bath. It's a, a beautiful scent and it works really well with rose. Nice combination mm. of the two. Yeah. Um, I would actually recommend um, gardenia for anyone who's really trying to release a lot of old emotional baggage. And um, there's a rose gardenia as well, which is uh, a good crossover. So you could combine the gardenia, the rose and the lang lang together um, for emotional release. But be prepared to sit there and ball your eyes out, okay, (laughs) because it's a big one. (laughs) So we are looking at a couple of different aspects um, to this. So on one hand, we're trying to release old blocks. On the other hand, maybe we're trying to get our creativity happening. We might want to get pregnant. We might want to, you know, um, as I say, heat up the bedroom a little bit more. You might want to bring your passion back into the relationships, but on a loving level. Whereas the base chakra is very much about the basic passion, which is the lust aspect. This one's more about the loving passion. Because we're moving up to the heart. We are moving up. We are getting um, past the red light district, as we said, <laughs> um, into the more let's let's make a... a Let's make a baby. Let's let's have a family. Let's bring this together. And so the sacral chakra is very much about family and relationships as well. Wonderful. I'm really excited because we're going to be doing another meditation. So this one's to clear and activate your sacral chakra. Um, so take a moment to find somewhere comfortable and relax while we take you through this. Taking in a deep breath, consciously relax the muscles of your body, dropping your shoulders, feeling your feet firmly on the floor. Take a deep breath in and blow off any stress or tension from your physical body. 
Imagine that you're sitting on a beach at sunset. The sky is a beautiful shade of orange as the sun is disappearing behind the sea. Breathe in the orange, taking it down to the sacral chakra just below the navel. Visualize the chakra turning in a clockwise direction using the orange light to wash away any blocks or fears. Ask to be shown any emotional blocks that may be stored in the sacral. And ask for them to be cleared. Breathing in once again the beautiful orange light. We now breathe in motivation. We breathe in joy. We breathe in happiness. We breathe in creativity. We see this gorgeous, beautiful orange light spreading through our lower body, through the bladder, the reproductive organs, the lower bowel, charging, removing any toxins and negative energy glowing with that orange light, moving down now through the base chakra and into the legs and down into the earth star. The earth star now glows red, yellow and orange as it pulses the energy back, charging the base with the red and back into the sacral chakra with the orange light. Now that light moves out through the rest of your body and into your aura, you feel energized, charged and creative. You feel joyous. Letting go of any negativity, letting go of any blocks on your life path. Like water, you are flowing, flowing with the beauty and joy of life. Thanks for listening to the Divine Style Podcast. Please follow, share and tune in weekly for more spiritual and self-love guidance. You can find out more and ask questions at jalinda.com.au and alisonmaiden.com.